wrestling match. Lemmy or God? Lemmy. God. Wrong, dickhead. Trick question. Lemmy is God. I'm doing legs, actually. It's well, I'm not taking 14,000 grams of caffeine after this, so, you know. I'm not either. I, can't, I wouldn't be able to sleep. Yep. I am going to take some Cialis, though. Insomnia's got me fucked up. Wait, what? <laughs> said insomnia's got me fucked up. Oh, bro, I, get, like, I can't fucking sleep for shit. Sleep every night. My nightly sleep routine is I eat a 10 milligram edible, and then as it starts to kick in, I start drinking kava. I drink like three cups of kava. And then like 30 minutes later, I drink Zequil and take melatonin and tryptophan. And then I might sleep. Brendan, it sounds like you have a substance abuse problem. Maybe. In all forms, everywhere. Maybe. It's working out okay, though. <laughs> Literally everything. Kava's, uh, Kava's non-addictive. Oh, there you go. And melatonin? Come on. 10 milligram edible? Come on. Are you guys ready to do this? Yeah, let's go, dude. I thought I was excited. Were you wow, excited? We were just talking about life, dude. Yeah, dude. I don't. I feel like I was. I'm having sorry, a good our lives time. aren't exciting enough for you. Yeah, Jesus. Listen, Kava. I don't give a fuck. Kava's <laughs> sick, dude. I'll order it with my my pillow <laughs> and my tactical bath. <laughs> I don't get out there correlated. Does Alex Jones sell Kava on his website? No, no. <laughs> but what you describe sounds like something he does. What his <laughs> nighttime sleep routine? Does Alex Jones have insomnia also? I'm sure he does, dude. Because they're turning the freaking frogs. Frogs are gay, dude. (laughs) Frogs are gay, and welcome everybody to Assault City Circle Pip. Oh my god! I am your esteemed host, Des Troy, that moans like a little boy. I do not like that. I don't like it Let's either, but it just kind of came in. It's not getting edited out, dude. I'm keeping it. I don't like how he stands and we sit like he's lording over us. Yeah, oh, yeah. Well, he does it all the time and he just looks down. Looks I don't. Down I feel like he's like looking that. down on me as we speak. I'm not. I'm just, I have a podium. Well, that's going to fit the theme of this whole show. Trust me. Well, you're on the my same level. Getting blown up on the Snapchat. But I mean, anyways, for now. <laughs> oh, can you God. let me introduce Until you first before we get into me? Sorry. Whoa. I know. <laughs> Sounded really weird. Uh, I am joined today by Chase Motherfucking Williams. That's the name. Yes, yes, it is. Uh, Mick can't be here today. He's in like Hawaii or the Caribbean or some form of island or peninsula with his wife. Fucking bougie shit. Bougie motherfucker. But we are doing an interview today. Chase usually doesn't join me on interviews, but we are interviewing one of the most prolific guitarists of the Salt Lake City scene, oh. uh, <laughs> known for his work in. Uh, Dipped in whiskey and a little band you might know called Disengaged. Um, he's now doing solo work and his name is Brennan. Does that get a crowd here? Add some sweets. Hello. Uh, so tell us about this project, man. Like, what do you do in the band? I do everything in the band. Oh. Hmm. And it spawned from me being difficult to work with. As all things do. Yeah. What happened is, is that I would present songs to other people that I wanted to write songs with, and they would say, hmm, it's missing something, or something along those lines. And I'd say, no, it's not. And you then I just recorded themselves. it all myself. Yeah. That's yeah. exactly <laughs> what happened. So yeah, I just, sense. I just had a bunch of songs in the bank that I wanted to release, um, so I did. 
That's kind of what I do in my band, except when people say no, I just kind of bulldoze over them. Yeah, that's a good way to do it. And say no, Des, you sing it how I like it. <laughs> yeah. Is that then, what you do? And then I sing the words that he writes. It's pretty great. I uh, was in for a while. I never witnessed that. No, happen. with Des, I literally just, I throw songs at him. I'm just like, write words for this music. And then I give him words and he's like, okay. He's like, that sounds fine. And then I never look at him and I was like, they're probably fine. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why one of our lines sounds like push to fart. Yep, yep, yep. Wait, we, which line? We let that one slip out. Uh, what, uh, <laughs> uh, what? What's this? Uh, it's in... Um, the Real Me. The Real Me. Yeah. It's pushed too far. Ah. And we, I was recording it, and Chad, you know Chad. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I like Chad. I was doing the vocals with him, Speaking and he's Chad. like, what is that line? And I was like, cut too deep and pushed too far. And he's like, it sounds like <laughs> you're saying push to fart. <laughs> which... He played it back and sure as shit, man. Okay, dude, I had the exact same thing when we were recording vocals for Dipton Whiskey's album. We have a part where we say, preacher, preacher, fuck your teachings. <laughs> and I was saying, I was screaming, preacher, preacher. And the way they sound, he's like, it sounds like you're going pizza, pizza. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to really enunciate the R. Preacher, preacher. Oh, yeah, only hard R's at Chad's Hard R, dude, yeah. He's Whoa. Like, oh, man. <laughs> I've hit some hard R's there, let me tell you. <laughs> For rambunctious. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Switched it up. Ribbons. Randy. <laughs> I want to uh, hear Spanish metal where they roll their R's. Ooh. Actually, I Oh, well, you can that. listen to Infant Annihilator. He rolls his R's sometimes. Oh, that, yeah. Yep. He, he does some fun stuff. Infant Annihilator sucks. They do not suck. All right. Okay, that's fine. They and do kind of suck, but... Yeah, I think that's they, the point. It's kind of the point, yeah. Uh, it's the sound ridiculous. Yes. But let's not worry about what they fucking sound like. Let's worry about what you sound like. What okay. genre would you uh, you know, describe your solo music as, sir? Um, I have two EPs um, out. One of them is, I, I would say, like more melodic death metal. Um, and the second one with vocals is a little bit more straightforward uh, death metal, I'd say. Hmm. But it's hard for me to differentiate what, what sub-genres. sub-genre, though? Well, it's more like Norwegian blackened underground post-death. Hmm. Jesus fucking Christ, is that serious? No, of course not. <laughs> okay, <laughs> it's a complete like, lie. I mean, wow. someone will tell you it is. No, I mean, what would you guys say disengaged is if you had to sub-genre it? Garbage. It's tough. <laughs> what? We're fucking rad. That's Dude, garbage can hitting a metal pipe. The disengaged rules, bro. Don't disparage See? your own See? work. There you go. Whatever genre, like, I'd say uh, definitely a Lamb of God, Devil Drivery. What's the what's the one you like that I don't like? The one I like. Oh, Avenged Sevenfold like. as well. I mean, so you guys think you're like groove groove metal? It's like metalcore mixed huh? with death metal. You're definitely not metalcore though. I don't metalcore in the sense that kind of like Lamb of God technically falls within the category of metalcore in a way. Does they it? Do. Yeah. As, well, far as, core, as far as structures go, metalcore doesn't need necessarily a clean vocal or like those brighter tones. Yeah, I mean, you know August I mean? Burns Red is to die metalcore. They're metalcore to death, yeah. and they don't have any cleans. I don't think. See, yeah. but they also have breakdown after breakdown after breakdown. Yeah. Where so I feel like you guys are yes. more riff oriented. We got some breakdowns. You do, but we can, I th- we I can see, break yeah. it down. <laughs> we don't really have like just chug chug breakdowns though. Yeah, but the thing is, is even your chug chug breakdowns still have notes in them. They still like fall within oh, the yeah. note structure. August of the Burns song. Red is still doing the same fucking. <laughs> after like 
60 fucking albums. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, they make an so album every year. <laughs> Do they really? And it's the same fucking stuff. Every single time. It's always good, uh, but like it's a, the same abuse, thing. you have that, like, but it still, like, falls within the chord progression of the song, I feel like. So it's not just... Yeah, and there's no no open <laughs> open note chugs. Yeah, and oh, then you let chugs. it ring out. I've been thinking we should incorporate more open note chugs. <laughs> we have one in like we have like a hung on chains. Oh and, yeah, uh, well that one. Yeah. That's your on first album though. On hazardous, we have some of those breakdowns. That's but true, but hazardous still sense. like is still almost death deathy. I feel like. Well, the I mean, one in I Am the Devil has a pretty sick breakdown. That's yeah, not my favorite does. breakdown to play. Yeah. My, my favorite breakdown is uh, In Frail. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, our Lamb of God song has our best breakdown, yeah. I think. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. True, true, do you guys like how I turned this question to what genre you guys <laughs> yeah, are? Yeah, fuck you, dude. We were trying to talk about your music. <laughs> oh. about us. I'm like, well, what do you think about yours, dude? <laughs> fuck you. Um, yeah, no, I'd, I'd say just like melodic, melodic death metal, maybe, if I had to pin it down to one. Just kind of blanket that. Yeah, cool. Across the board. I dig it. Um, all right. Well, then tell us, you gave us kind of like briefly, you know, a little bit, but what, how did you like come to like the solo project instead of a band situation and all that? So I, I mean, I put together all of this, the studio equipment um, with the intention of making dipped in whiskeys recording process easier. Um, I think you did the same thing, probably Chase or something similar. Yep. I just wanted to make good demos. Yeah. I just wanted to be able to like record guitars at home, send the raw tracks to a producer and have them fill it out um but then i started writing more and more and more and i'd show them to my band some of the songs and some of them they either didn't feel like fit within their sound or their structure um or and i don't mean to say this in a condescending cocky way i chase knows what i'm about to say smiling (laughs) i wrote some things that colton could not play i think that that's just like a fact it's not like you wrote things that he couldn't play. Yeah. It's not like a... It, it's not like I'm so much better than like, him. You're not like, oh, I'm Guitarist Supreme. You're like, I literally wrote he's, something He's written he things that play. were very hard for me to learn because every guitarist writes in a weird... You know what I mean? Everybody yeah, has their yeah. own whatever. Everybody's got their own little funk. Your, your riffs specifically, Chase, are difficult for me to learn in a lot of instances. So I, there were some things where... I was when I was teaching Colton, I was like, okay, why don't we just go ahead and do this? And I dumbed down the riff. And there were some songs where I'm like, I don't want to dumb this down. I want it to be played exactly the way that I played it. I had both guitars written out already. Um, so rather than dumbing it down, I just recorded it myself and threw it on my SoundCloud. This was like five years ago. But up until recently with Festering, the second EP that I did, I had uh, four to five songs on my SoundCloud that I felt were really good but I was really bad at producing five to six years ago. So oh, I re-recorded and rewrote all of them. I listened to that because you told me it existed. Yeah. And you were like, go check it out. I remember that. Yes. I remember and back in your SoundCloud that, days. When yes. You first doing yeah, it. when you were doing hip hop, right? It was like okay. emo voice All right, stuff. dude. Well, that never yeah. happened. So why are we lying? Brennan actually, <laughs> we lying? actually invented Sad Boy Rap. That's true, actually. He taught Little Peep how to take Sad And then he gave it to Lil... <laughs> He gave the whole genre to Lil Peep saying, like, I'm kind of bored I of this. I did. Guy. I was like, listen, dude, it. I've mastered this. All it takes is you going. Uh, wow. Auto-tune. Oh, did you do that? You know? good. I like it. And then singing about, like, opiates or whatever. And then he died. But now I don't play that anymore. Dark. 
Sorry, guys. <laughs> took a dark direction. <laughs> hey, I'm the one who took it there, so it's it's chill. But there were songs that I thought were good enough on SoundCloud to rewrite and re-record. So I added certain elements to it um, that I felt were missing, and then I re-recorded it with um, what I felt was better producing. I'm still not great, um, but I feel like, I feel like you're a better producer than me, Chase. But um, they're better than they were on SoundCloud. So I'm happy with it. That I I mean. And you're talking about your first, the instrumental one, right? <coughs> the second one, festering. festering. Instrumentals, all stuff I wrote in, during COVID. Oh, really? Yeah, the siren I all just wrote in my room during COVID to avoid existential dread. Oh, huh. yes. Yeah. Okay. I'm sure we Good all did a little bit of that. Yeah, hundred percent. Actually, I don't do anything when I'm upset like i only write what i'm feeling good so really yeah the whole struggling artist sort of paradigm it doesn't apply to me what do you do when you're upset you just like it lay down wallow <laughs> Jerks off bitch. <laughs> you don't even think of like lyrics or melodies or anything no. you're, ju- you're just sad just wallow and I, yep, see bit. that's interesting to me when i feel good i want to play shit that i've already written but i don't want to write i only want to write when i feel bad which luckily for me is pretty often so with with that um first was that a full-length album? No, both are EPs. Both are EPs. Yeah. Uh, and you said you wrote that during COVID. Yeah. I mean, I know some people's hyperfixations end in like a podcast network and stuff like that. <laughs> You're right. Uh, <laughs> if they're that crazy, yeah. Yeah, well, you know, I am nuts. Uh, but like, how did you channel that into what it is, especially doing it instrumentally, is is foreign to me. When I write, I'm like, I need to, I need to manifest this in words. Yeah. No, that makes sense. And I had I had lyrics that I wrote, but when I wrote the music, it felt like it stood alone instrumentally. And I'm going to try to say this without sounding so fucking pretentious. I'm excited. <laughs> it's like, Yay. Here it comes. Well, my art is like so no. Um I I would just like there were melodies that I would just hear in my head. It often happens for some reason when I'm about to fall asleep. Like Into the Wasteland is a good example of that. Like I'm literally on the verge of passing out and there's just like a, it's like when you get a song stuck in your head, only it's it's not a song that I've heard. Hmm. So it's just playing and then I have to wake up and hum it into my voice recorder, which makes my wife so happy <laughs> at 1 a.m. when I'm like, <laughs> like next to my phone. <laughs> She's like, what the fuck are you doing, dude? Are you scatting into your phone right now? <laughs> so a lot of those songs came from that. Just melodies that I heard during COVID when I was very sad and afraid. Huh. Yeah. Wow. I, I just can't, like, my brain doesn't function that way. Well, you think in words. You're a vocalist. That's true. So you put, you put things together, like, in poetry, and I hear it in melodies, I think. All right, Brandon, what's the first song we're going to hear? Damn, that was smooth. Um, it's called Tragedies and Heroes, I think, if I remember from our uh, conversation. I actually wrote this one a little bit before the pandemic. Actually, I don't have my timelines right. I don't remember when I wrote it. Um, but it was after Alexi Leho from Children of Bodom died. I started to write this uh, song. Um, so a lot of the solos, uh, the, the licks in the solos are inspired by stuff that I would learned from him. Killer. All right. So what are we going? Tragedies and Heroes. Tragedies and Heroes. Tragedies and Heroes. 
want to say about that song before we move on? So did it play theoretically? Good God, we're on the podcast and you're talking about shit we already talked about off mic. Okay, so I thought that it was a pretty good song. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Shut them down, dude. That's it. it was all I right. give it four out of five sea urchins. Yeah, dude. Is that well? We'll get to that on the review episode, but we're not there yeah, yet. So you guys review based on sea urchins? Sometimes dude. <laughs> right. it gets fucking crazy. All right, dude. Uh, okay, so next question we're going to get into. Uh, do you have a favorite experience or two or five or ten playing live? I mean, it doesn't have to be with your solo project because you've played with other <clears throat> pretty great projects. Uh, you maybe have some live experiences from that. Yeah. So I have two, uh, three favorite experiences. Can I share all three from a Please. live setting? Please. Okay, so the first one was you guys were on the show. It was Dipped in Whiskey. His album release at the Salt House. You guys remember when yeah, the Salt House used to exist? Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. Um, it was a fucking blast, dude. There were there was the it was packed out. Um, they said we raised the temperature by like twenty degrees or something in the room. Um, I was blackout drunk by the time I got on stage. You were bleeding all over your fucking guitar. Yes, yeah, I bled <laughs> everywhere. It was so much fun. Um, so that was number one. Oh, was that that one? Yeah, yeah. Ah. I think it was the first time I saw you guys, and that was fucking great night yeah it was super fun um number two was opening for the browning with us that's you yeah. wait wasn't that Hell wait yeah. wait 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 well that's one of your tops <laughs> yeah because the room was empty <laughs> because they, dude when when we opened for the browning was it the browning oh no it was there's I was, plenty I was, of fucking people when we oh, opened for the browning the okay, room was empty when twice. we opened for when i opened for jungle rot with you guys yeah that Jungle Raw was pretty uh, sparse, but yeah. the Browning the room was packed. Oh, I what was, was that thinking you called the Music Garage. Music or? Garage. Music we, garage. I was thinking of like it's either the next show or one before it. <laughs> we played in there, and only person who was there to see us was our friend Kale. <laughs> and I literally did the the meme, and I was like, "Shout out to Kale for coming out," <laughs> because the kids that were there to see the other band were literally waiting outside. Yeah, and only Kale watched <laughs> us. Great. That's so lame. Um, but I yeah, so that one, the room was packed. Um, I remember it specifically because it was. So I've had a couple phases with you guys. Yes. I joined up in like 2014 ish and played with you guys for about a year, and then I uh, have done a couple shows with you guys a couple years after that. Right. Yeah. So that was the last show of that first era of that i played one, with disengaged right before mass grave came out or it was out i think it was just barely out because i remember having to learn it and i was always trying to learn it drunk and it was very difficult for I me to do. sessions yes <laughs> yeah i would wake up in the morning at dylan's house chase would text me the night before and be like i'm coming in the morning to teach you stuff and i was like all right cool and then i wake up at nine ready. and i'd get drunk and then chase was there at 10 and i'd be like what so what are we learning I'd be like, so this riff, and be like, okay, I'm at this riff, and then he'd like kind of do it, and then he'd be like, we're in there. No, that's not it, dude. <laughs> um, so that was the last show with that in that era of Disengaged, and the room was packed, and there were certain solos I always struggled with live uh, that I nailed all that night. So that's one of my favorite memories. Hell yeah. Um, and then we opened, Dipped in Whiskey opened for Texas Hippie Coalition once, uh. and that was super, super fun because we all hung out with. Uh, all the guys from Texas Hippie Coalition. Oh, I was at that band. show. Yeah, yeah that yeah. was a good show. We chilled with them afterwards. Do you guys remember Locust Grove? Yes. So there's a band called Anti-Mortem that Locust Bro- Grove broke out from, and we hung out with them in their RV afterwards. So those uh-huh. are those are probably my favorite experiences. Hell yeah. 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 I'm surprised you didn't say the one where Des about knocked you down. 
you almost pushed me over one show. Yeah. I forgot about that. It's video footage of that. Yeah, yep. what the hell, dude? Some people get drunk and do stupid shit. Brennan. During your solo, <laughs> hey, man. too. Yeah, I know. It's like, what the <laughs> fuck? I'll tell you my least favorite live experience with Disengaged. What? I'll tell you it right now. Was Boy. it that one? No. Wow, really? No. Wow. That was fine. You were so mad at me. Was I really? Oh, I thought I was. You look my... so pissed. I know that you told me after the show you like you were like, don't you fucking do that again? Did I, I was, really? I was like, I'm sorry, dude. I love you, and I was drunk. I'm sorry. I don't remember that at all. It was, was right before the solo for Mass Grave, and you just go, you just went up to you, and he's like, <laughs> why would you do that? I don't know. <laughs> no, my least favorite one is we played in like Asatura's gro- like practice space. Do you guys remember that? Practice oh yeah, you space. played one song for us. No, no, no. Or you played the whole... I think... Oh, wait. No, no, no. I made but in just the one storage, song. Storage it was in the storage shed, but it's not Asatura. It's their new band, which is what? Chronic Trigger. Chronic Trigger. Did I come On up for one song? Show? No, yeah, I played the whole set. You had another guitarist come up and play a song, like another past guitarist. Oh, it was Brandon oh, came up yeah. for a song. Brandon right? came up for a song. No. What's the guy with the long black hair? Long black hair? Yeah. Colt? Colton. Yes. Are you sure... Colton played a song with you guys that night. I can guarantee that with huh. 71% assurity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not even sure on that. Wait, 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 wait. Hold up. I thought Tyler was in the band at that point. Uh, I thought he was too. No. Tyler's your new guitarist? Yeah. Oh, no, wait. That Tyler's... was for the Faith EP release. I mean, that was for the, the Abuse EP release. Remember when we fucking rocked it at their... Uh... Their, their 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 storage space. <laughs> this is why yes. it's my least favorite set why? that I played with you guys, okay? I was playing on an amp that was not my amp. I don't remember why. I just know it was a Line 6 with a pedal that I didn't Spider understand. Spider baby. That would okay? be uh, one of ours. I was yeah. really excited to play Victim Solo and Abuse, which are two that I wrote that I was very proud of. <laughs> okay. And the Abuse Solo... I clicked the wrong stomp thing and it was clean. <laughs> and you, Des, fucking hyped it up as the solo was coming up. You were fucking like wiggling your fingers. And that's I, what a front man does. And I clicked the thing and it was just like the energy just gassed out of the whole room because it was like and then you literally like you raised your eyebrows and you're like, Ugh. And, you walked, and you walked away. I gave like a smelly fart face. <laughs> yeah, dude, you were like, oh, shit, he uh, clicked the wrong button. And I was like, fuck. Uh, I, I could if, not have been more pissed. I, that was ooh. awful. It sounds like a combination of things. Like yes. It wasn't all my fault. No, no, no. It was nobody's. It was my fault. I clicked the wrong fucking button on the thing. That's so good. I went home that night and Taylor was super pissed because I was just like, I fucked up the whole show. Like, I just couldn't let it go. Uh, so anyways, well, yeah. Well, you didn't apologize for that yet today. So. Yeah, Guys, sorry fuck? I fucked up that solo. <laughs> Everyone was talking about it after. <laughs> I'm sure. Wait, did they? No, no. Oh, I was shit. like, wow. Dylan, I, I didn't even know that happened. I couldn't hear shit on Dylan was like, I knew he fucking sucked. <laughs> I told him. I fucked that guy. <laughs> We have, filled our, to this? we have filled our Dylan quota for the Fuck day. Yeah, yeah all right. Dylan, Dylan quota is full. We mention Dylan every single episode. Really? At least once? In every network. It doesn't matter if it's wrecked or That Bites or... Dylan, you're an amazing City. drummer. Let's let it be that one. That you're a great drummer and we love you. You're great. All right. I'm done. <laughs> all right. So uh, you kind of went a little bit into it, but uh, is there anything you want to say about the making of Festering, which is the reason for the season, the reason you're on our October yeah. episodes here, because it's a, you know, really fun concept and things. Are you asking me to say if there was any spooky things that happened when I was recording it? Sure. 
There wasn't. Well, then, no. That's Sorry. not what I'm saying. Sorry, dude. <laughs> no. I, I just wanted to... I just How did wanted... it come to flourishing? Yeah. Flourishing? Um, well, again, Festering is... Fruition? A whole Fruition. bunch of re-recorded songs from my SoundCloud. Um, so I had to relearn a bunch of parts. I haven't played piano in like three years, and one song has piano throughout the entire fucking thing. Dude, I haven't played piano in like 30 years. How old are you? 30. Yeah, that's what I thought, dude. <laughs> um, so that sucked. But I could only record when my wife was giving uh, my daughter a bath, because that's the only time I have to play guitar nowadays. Really? How long does a bath take? 15, 20 minutes? Half an hour. Yeah, I, thought I, I thought I could hear in the background running water through yeah, every song. Yeah. It's, uh, it's direct in, so it's, it makes sense that it would pick that up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're pretty hot. That's how it works. That's yeah, that's in. how it works. I, I mic'd my amp and everything. No, so I would run in there. She'd be like, I'm giving all the bath. I was like, sick. So I'd sprint into my studio, record <laughs> as much as possible, and then go put her to bed. Um, so yeah, it was, uh, it was a hastily recorded album but i'm i'm pretty okay with the way it came out i love being pretty okay with my work i love that's all you can ask for honestly (laughs) these days yeah did all right i feel great about most things i've recorded so well you have narcissism yes you have a touch of the narcissism just a touch touch. of the nurse well that's good for you at least and a touch of the tism (laughs) but you know art you're artistic i have the uh, album artwork come to be oh um Look at Chase. Chase is asking actual interview questions. That's actually on questions. My, you're standing at a podium. Oh, you still got more questions on your docket there? That was literally the next question. Oh, well, fuck me then. I'll I'll sorry. The I mean, up. I was going to ask, where did you get the artwork? Des, why don't, why don't you ask it, it, dude? How about, yeah. tell us about that artwork. That's what a really good question, dude. Thank you for asking that. Just Chase just would just never have thought of a question like that in a million years. <laughs> I'm pretty dumb. I'm just going to delete it off my list so I feel less shame. So... Uh, for, for the siren, the first one, I literally went on Fiverr and there was a, a guy from, I think maybe Eastern Europe <laughs> that Hell said, yeah. I will make an album artwork. How that, long does Eastern Europe last? I will make an artwork. That's what he said. He said, I will make a metal album artwork. Oh. And so I was like, this is the guy. <laughs> <laughs> the broken English is just good this enough. This is the fucking guy. Um, fucking guy. It costed $40. I did a test with the siren. I gave him the concept. I want like a dead siren in the water with blood coming out. Loved the way it came out. So on festering, I said, I want a bunch of zombies in a chapel. Costed? Did I say costed? Yeah. I meant accosted as in you're accosting me for using bad grammar right now. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Cost $40. And for festering, I just wanted a bunch of zombies in a chapel, um, partly because that just looks creepy and gross. It sounds rad. And partly because I am an asshole and I think that everything has to have like a deeper meaning. So I think of... What? Is it, okay, so hold up. We're going to stop you on that okay. comment real quick. Okay. I hate yeah, it when we're people... we're Mormon. We don't want to hear what you have to fucking say right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't give a fuck. But no, I, I hate it when people say shit like that. Like, oh, man, I'm lame, so I want it to have like a meaning. You're making art. Yeah. Art's all about the meaning and the no, deeper you're right. idea. You're and right. Enjoy what you're doing. You're an artist. I do. I do enjoy it. And the truth is, and I'm sure you guys can relate to this, a lot of shit that I do is just because it sounds sick. I don't have any deeper... Like that's motives, I, I, I'm not trying to like speak to society's perils. I'm just yeah. like, this is sounds sick. That's how I write. I just write for aesthetics. This is dope. But with the zombies in the church, number one, it looks cool. But number two, it's like you know, members of congregations are sort of the undead in, in the way that they think and act or whatever. So that Rocket. that's kind of what I wanted to portray. Hmm. 
How so? How much did you pay for that new artwork on Fiverr? Thirty five dollars. Gave me five dollar discount Hell for really? second time customer, baby. Returning customer. Yes. Discount. I'm gonna have him do Dipped in Whiskey second album too. We're really releasing soon. Oh, he's gonna start paying that. you to do your album artwork. Yeah, it's about, oh. about time, dude. It just goes down, down, down. <laughs> Negative fifty dollars. By album eleven, it'd be like I give you five bucks to do your next album. <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing. Uh, all right, cool. So let's. Uh, what's the second song we're gonna hear tonight? Hold on. Should I shout out this guy from Fiverr? I should probably shout him out. Oh, what's this? You probably should shout Eastern him out. Eastern European man's name. Yeah, gonna, I think, I'm not even going to do any cuts here. I'm just going to wait for you to find it. No, I think he did a great <laughs> we'll job. Have, I think I have him just right on my homepage. We'll so I'll just a we'll minute talk of silence. Until I'm going to find it, I'll just talk and talk and talk. Okay, so it's Nicholas One. N I C O L A S O L 1. So it's Nicosol 1. Nicosol. He did a great job. If you need quick, cheap album artwork that's really good quality, he's the guy to go to on Fiverr. All right, Killer. that's it. What's oh, the yeah. next song? Uh, it's Festering. Is it? It is. All right. This is the title track. Uh, it's about zombies. Yes. The album artwork had deeper meaning, but the song itself did not. It's literally only about zombies. Um, there is a lyric video on my YouTube channel, Festering Lyric Video. Check it out. Hell yeah. Festering by Brennan. Can't be awake. And the devil 
say about that song before we move on um no thanks for listening to it what a great song that wow <laughs> that we what? just listened to live <laughs> yeah we just listened to it live actually a lot of times we do but you two just like go off talking so i don't even bother putting the music on we wouldn't talk over the fucking song yes you would i've heard you talk over a lot of songs that were really good maybe they were shit yeah, maybe Chase wanted to talk over him because he's like, I can't listen to another second of this. I'd rather hear my own voice, which coming from Chase is saying a lot. That's a good point. He doesn't like his own voice. It's true. He really hates it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, Brandon, I would rather listen to your music than hear my own voice. That's if fair. that means anything to you. It means a little bit. <laughs> well, let's stop kissing his ass and let's get into the questions that everybody wants to oh, hear. Okay. It's the B-hole burners. <laughs> fire and things like that b-hole burners i'm ready hit yeah, me i hope you're ready because these i want you to understand that these are the just they come from a place of love but like people want to know these things okay you know? i want to answer what people want to know exactly. truthfully i'm a man these of the are the people. burning questions our studio audience has submitted to us yes all of, all of them <laughs> they're uh, like you're having your next show oh my god and i'll answer those <laughs> Patron in the audience. <laughs> patron. Uh, that was a very specific singular patron you just mentioned there. Yeah, I know, but I as if we don't them. have many patrons. Well, I could that the other patrons were being respectful, quiet. Not a lie. That one was obviously there was a always bit that rude. one guy. Yeah, yeah. I'm usually that guy. So let's get into he the question. Every show ever. <laughs> yep. I'm usually like, show me your dick. He literally does say that every after every song at a show. I can't go anywhere with Wait, every who? other song. Who me? Oh, you say that. Yeah, it's hilarious. Oh, all right. Um, sometimes they smile, sometimes they wave me off and I go get a beer. It's whatever. Anyway, let's get into these questions, you assholes. Okay. Uh, Brennan, I know you to be like a really creative guy. You've obviously got a lot, you know, overflowing all the time and a fascinating approach usually to what you do. Overflowing. So I must know, um, how did you come up with that clever band name or project name, I guess? <laughs> well, the truth is, Des, and I think that's a really good question. Um, I think a lot of people spend a lot of time and effort focusing on making their band, you know, if your death metal is disgusting of a name as possible or as clever of a name as possible. For me, I'm confident enough in my own skills, in my own prowess, that the name... By the way, who else was on the album? Do you guys know? Do you guys know who else was on the album? Oh, that's right. It was nobody. So (laughs) what should the fucking band name be? Should it be a Brennan and the Conspirators? Nobody else Ooh, did anything. That'd be a cool name. Brennan Conley. That's it. That's how I came up with it. So it's I all... did everything. Oh, okay, Homelander. Hey, ask me if I did it. If I didn't do anything, 
Did you know? I did everything. It? Oh. <laughs> okay. Next question. Okay. That is wow. everything that represents disgusting and clever. So. Yeah, so, so you say you're injecting testosterone, eh? <laughs> what the fuck do you mean, dude? Is that why? What are you trying to say, dude? Is that why your music uh, is so angry? Yes, probably. <laughs> that would be the reason. It was angry when I was high estrogen too, though. Oh well, I mean, I'm is always. Is that high what estrogen. the title "Welcome to the Freak Show" is all about? <laughs> yes, I want to become the freak show in that song. He was feeling oh, okay. like the bearded lady. Anyway, let's move on to the next question. Uh, a lot of the times with bands uh, that are like solo projects and stuff, and you got a guy pulling double duty like vocals and guitar, eventually they'll stop doing the one that they're you know not as good at to focus on the one that they really uh, like succeed at. So I was wondering, are you ever going to get a vocalist? Now, that's a really good question, Des. Um. The, the answer, the short answer is no, and I'll tell you why. Um, we, we talked earlier about the fact that I hate creative input from anybody that is not myself. Wow, sounds like your marriage is strong. Yeah, that's a fact. Oh, oh, my marriage is strong? Oh, my marriage is strong, dude? I'm sorry. Is she a woman? You can both bench a truck, so technically. Yeah, that's a fact. <laughs> technically, she's strong your as hell. marriage is she's strong. She's strong as hell. No, um, no. When it comes to when it comes to musical uh, endeavors, I think that I am the be all end all when it comes to when it comes to creative executive decisions. So if I had a vocalist flaunting his fucking big dick energy, being like, maybe we should do it this way, I'd be like, fuck you, dude. So I just do them. This is inspiring wow. to me. That is inspiring. It's like you're overcoming you know like a lot to just to do it by yourself yeah honestly i have to I have to overcome my shitty vocals <laughs> i have to overcome the self-hatred i have anytime i listen to anything with my vocals but really this message is to chase us guitarists and songwriters <laughs> Don't need to listen to bullshit from vocalists anymore. <laughs> we are really tired of hearing it. We're tired of hearing it, dude. What if you went like, duh, 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 duh. you don't fucking play anything? It's literally what he does. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> like, tell me what note I'm playing, bitch. <laughs> yeah, dude. That one. What key are we in? He doesn't even fucking know that. And then I'll let you do your rah rahs. Yeah, dude. Do the rah rahs when he's done making actually the good part. You. <laughs> <laughs> you mean the vocals? Um, Hashtag brave over here. For Hashtag brave. Yeah, you guys are brave. Two guitars sticking it to the man. Uh, all right, well, let's next question then, because you you answered that expertly. I think everybody loved it. Um, okay, so <laughs> I know that recently you started drinking and smoking again, and I was wondering, is that why the music sounds like that? Did you? Did, <laughs> did you? Did you? Did you rewrite these questions? You figured that out an hour and a half ago. I know. <laughs> that's when I rewrote that. That's question. expert. Was Damn, the, wait, hold on. on the Was fly. the question on originally, it. you don't drink or do drugs, is that why the music sounds like that? No. <laughs> that's what it was. You're just that's crossing that out. <laughs> Whatever I, life I choices I was brilliant. making, it was going to be, so you're blank, 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 blank. Is that why the music sounds like that? Whatever you're is doing. that right? Whatever doing is, is that why the wait was he asking you leading questions since the second you got here <laughs> no, he... <laughs> could have been like hey dude i heard you drive a prius is that why the music sounds like that <laughs> just much. insert anything followed by is that why the music? i heard you okay. have a lesbian aunt is that why the music sounds like <laughs> Sorry. that? okay so i'm gonna answer this one actually seriously so i came up with a lot of these lyrics uh just high as hell so the truth is yeah <laughs> so, yeah in a way yeah you're making fun of me for my method <laughs> it's true. and then you're like 
If you're right, you hit the nail on the head. The truth is, yeah, I was I was taking a shit once and I was super stoned, <laughs> and I was like, you know, it sounded really cool. Festering. Like he's got a notebook behind his toilet. Yeah, he just dude. grabs. Oh yeah. yeah, I like the idea of you taking a shit and being like, "Oh, welcome to the freak show." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like oh, festering. Yeah, the fest. Yeah, no. So the answer is yes. That is why it's yeah, like dude. Nailed you heard it here first, folks. Oh Most lyrics were inspired by the smell of Brennan's own <laughs> shit. Yeah, that's good. My shit don't stink. Double entendre. Yeah, boy. Uh, so last question, and then you're done with them, dude. You're done with these burners. All right, we did it. All right, you did it. All right, so uh, why do guitarists feel the need to get jacked and ripped like no other? Is it to compete with the front man that doesn't need to try for the attention, or is it to somehow make you play faster? <laughs> I really like these questions. Uh, I think it's different for, for everyone, dude. Do you know Doyle from The Misfits? Yeah, the most jacked. That motherfucker, ever. I've never seen anybody more jacked than that guy. And he's always like vein popping, dehydrated, also, ready for I've the never fucking seen show. Worse at playing their instruments. True, he's bad. He literally <laughs> punches he, his guitar. Dude, okay? he's he is like peeled at a level that I don't understand. So I don't know why he does it. He's daisy, dating the lead singer of Arch Enemy. Sorry, I'm so burpy. <laughs> um, so I don't know what what he has to prove. But for me, um, it's that I want to be uh, big. <laughs> so that's, that's what I got. Well, Not really relating to guitar playing. <laughs> I, in fact, it probably gets a wooden in the way of your guitar playing. It actually does. I'm like, should you're I play so guitar? Or should I fucking like... bench, dude? You're really helping the meathead stereotype, <laughs> dude. Just get big. It doesn't matter. I won't get big. Fuck music. Get big. You don't need to have ulterior motives. Just get big. Uh, yeah. If you could get as big as you wanted, or get as good as guitar as you wanted, which would you choose? Oh, guitar for sure. Okay. Yeah, right. I know you wanted that question to go the other way. Yeah, but you're supposed to do that for comedic effect. I know, but I, I, I abandoned comedic purposes <laughs> for truth. I would also go for guitar just because, like, being that jacked, I like I like walking Well, you're doors. probably already about as big as you want to be, right? Oh, yeah, dude. I've been too fat for too long. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, all of my muscle works. Like, I, I lift for a living. Yeah, you like, do do construction, so you have what's called functional muscle. Functional muscle, baby. Chase and I have what's called glamour muscles. And it looks yeah. great. You it's guys filled are with water. beautiful. It's moder- water and glycogen, really. That's pretty much it. I don't know what glycogen means. I actually don't either. I've just heard it on four. It's, it's just <laughs> <laughs> I heard pretty, it's in there. I'm pretty sure Joe Rogan sells a brand of it. Yeah, he, I think he has a glycogen. Glycogen, maybe nootropics or something. I don't know. It smells like DMT. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, oh, so are we done with the butthole burners? Though that's all the burners. My butthole is burning. Thank you for those. Good. I'm glad. I hope that you enjoyed uh, as much as I did. So let's, uh, you know, get into the next song. What's the next song people are going to hear? I don't remember. Do you have it in your notes? Do you know what? Uh, signifies a police car or ambulance coming ah okay so this song is called the siren um i chose a a cheap i did something super cheaty and lame uh i had the siren on my first instrumental album but i had a whole bunch of lyrics that i wrote to it very high after the fact so i put the version with vocals on this album so that's what this song is hell yeah check out the bonus track bonus track
you want to say about that song um yeah so when remember earlier when we were joking about me writing lyrics on the toilet yeah yeah i wrote that song on the toilet like all of it start to finish the the entire chorus melody and the chorus lyrics i wrote while taking a shit 
Wow. I had taken... That's a powerful shit. I had just finished smoking DMT. Um, really? And I had gotten too high, like high to the point where I was like, I wish I wasn't high right now. This is a lot. Could <laughs> you like see colors when you shit? No, it wasn't it was that it wasn't that kind of high. It was Could the kind of high them? when you question all of your life decisions. And it's probably because it was post DMT oh, smoking. Sober. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like amplified. So I took a shit and I wrote that entire song. Um So you were sober. Wait, did I say I was sober? Well, I mean, if you're just like sitting there questioning your life decisions, that's just that's why I drink. No, I do that like normally, but wow. then if I smoke too much weed, it's like times fifty. It's like a bell curve. Wow, yes. that sucks. If I smoke a little bit of weed, I don't worry about my life decisions. But if I smoke way too much, it's like, hey, you're a failure. So that's fun. Wow, it's like my dad. Like if he's around for a minute, it's okay. But then after me smoking a while... too much weed, my inner monologue turns into your father. So that's what's strange. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Your father actually enters his head. Yeah, it's weird. That's tragic because he wears like Hawaiian shirts and flip flops with jeans. I knew I had seen him from somewhere. Yep. Yeah, he's in my head. <laughs> festering. <laughs> festering. <laughs> Ew, my father's festering. <laughs> no, he saw your father as a sexy siren on the beach. Yes, and I was like, Ugh. I want to write a song about that bombshell. Hell yeah. Ugh. Uh, plop, plop, plop on the toilet. I don't know. He was, <laughs> is that how you came up with the rhythm section? Yeah. <laughs> it was your shits. Is that what it was? The beat of your shit hitting the water. I was like, you know Did what? you like shoot out some rabbit pellets? And it was like. Brr, brr. It was like. <laughs> brr, brr. And I was like, oh my God, what a bass drum. I heard that's how Meshuggah wrote bleed. Oh my God, what a bass drum. What a great bass drum. That's my Trump it's, impression. It's the best bass drum. I have the best ever. bass drums. No one's ever had a bass drum. I got that a bass drum. <laughs> Only 1% of 1% of bass drums ever make it out to the public market. <laughs> was that a... Was that, a <laughs> that was Bernie Sanders, dude. That was spot on. Actually, that was pretty good. Thank you. All right. No, that's now all I'm Jesus. Say. Ow, my hands and feet. He was crucified. Let's dad. not so give him not a, a courtesy joke. laugh on that one. That was pretty funny. I thought it was pretty good. That he was crucified? Yeah. Unbelievable, dude. That's how you know Jesus was gay. Let a bunch of guys nail him. Damn it, Brendan. <laughs> you read that on Instagram. <laughs> and you quoted it now. Hey, guys, what's this? What uh, is Jesus that? trying to hold a marble. <laughs> I thought it was Jesus holding Skittles. <laughs> Jesus didn't eat Skittles. They weren't invented back then, idiot. Yeah, you idiot. It was early Roman Empire, <laughs> douche. Anyway, so what's coming in the future uh, for your music? Okay, so there's two things. Number one, we are releasing Dipped in Whiskey's second album that I've had on a fucking flash drive for two years. Damn, son. Dipped in Whiskey will rise again. They, they won't, but... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they will... Make an appearance. Wait, wait, you've had the, the completed thing for years? Yeah, for, for almost two years. Um, we, we had a falling out with one of the members. Not a falling out, but we couldn't agree on... A couple things, but we finally came to a consensus on what songs to release, what we want the album cover to be. So that's being commissioned by the guy that did my EPs for twenty dollars. For Sorry. it's going to be thirty five, probably <laughs> maybe thirty. Maybe give me another five dollars. You got to keep discount. negotiating five dollars <laughs> yeah, down. Every keep time. whittling him down until he is poor. It's going to be sick. Um, so that's coming out. But also, I am currently in the process of writing another EP where I plan on having guest vocalists on every song. So Des is one of those. <laughs> 
Shots me, bitches. If any of the listeners know Scotty previously of uh, Desecration or As Death Becomes Our Own, you guys remember that band? I don't know if As Death Becomes Our Own made anything. No, they didn't. But they did play live for a while. Besides their own. That's true. We played with them like three times. Yeah, I think we played with them a few times. So Scotty, incredible vocalist, him and Des and me, uh, and probably Colton from Dipped in Whiskey will be on this album. So we're writing that. That'll probably be released soon-ish. Cool, soon-ish. Sickness. Soon as we can yell it out of our vocals. Yes, that's all I got. Cool. All right. Uh, then uh, is there anything you want, like a general idea, something you want people to know about your band before, I mean, like, if they've never heard of you before? Um, yeah, for the so for the solo project, it's just, I, it's just metal. It's just straight up metal. I'm sure you guys have noticed, you too, that there's a lot of gimmicks nowadays seems like every deathcore band is trying to outdo each other with the craziest breakdown of the year or whatever yeah and then you got like your kisses and your alice cooper's wearing the makeup and doing the stage yeah 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 Yeah. those are like 80s gimmicks yeah this is just i just wrote some metal and i put it out Ah. so if you like metal the working man's blue collar metal blue collar metal baby construction metal. metal steel worker metal Factory. Metal, you can put up some duck work too and catcall women. <laughs> we don't catcall women. Metal, oh, okay. you can listen to while you're going, nice ass, baby, or something from the 40s. Yes, from the 40s. That's exactly what we That's do. when it stopped. You're working at a desk. Hey, man. I don't need you airing out my personal fucking employment status on this podcast right now. Sorry, he's an iron worker. What's your salary, by the way? Two. <laughs> Two. <laughs> It's <laughs> to maybe, be interpreted. Maybe, hey, 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 maybe three. Oh, four. <laughs> Is that what's well, a lot? <laughs> it's enough that I don't starve. There you go. And you got some serious muscles. So, you know. Thanks, man. It's the performance enhancing drugs. So, if anybody <laughs> is out there wondering, how do I get in shape? How do I eat healthy? Drugs. Forget all that. Take performance enhancing <laughs> drugs. <laughs> I didn't think we were going to air that on here, but if you let me keep it in. No, I'm kidding. Disclaimer, performance enhancing drugs could cause prostate cancer or issues with your heart. Please do not take them. We do not condone that. We do Allegedly. not condone performance enhancing drugs. But if they did make your balls small, it'd be hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. Our balls are so small. <laughs> <laughs> Unrelated, of course. Unrelated. Yeah, and on that note, I think what you wanted to get across was that your balls are small. True. Uh, and uh, wh- where can people find you on the interwebs? Uh, everywhere. So Brennan Conley, the EP, EPs are on Spotify, Apple Music, uh, YouTube Music, Pandora. They're everywhere. So if you want to look them up, please do. And I'll link to Spotify like I usually do on the Facebook and stuff. So if you can get a hundred thousand friends to listen, I will make eleven cents. So please listen. I'm I'm working on that. Usually you get like ten to eleven listens from our show. So okay, you, All right. you can, and they're usually for me. But to, if you if ten people listen and ask a thousand friends <laughs> each. We can get yeah, a few. Yeah, yeah. So what Are we're you trying asking, to sell us on a pyramid scheme right now? What yeah, we're so, asking all of you is to ask a thousand people to listen to Brennan's music so he can get a All you need to do cents. is get Please. two friends to listen to his song, and they each get two of their own friends. Have you guys ever thought about running your own business? I've got an offer for you. Your own business of listening to my music? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> you don't get paid, but business. I do. 
All right, that's it. Thank you, Des. Yeah, no problem, man. And uh, you can find me at Desengage9 on Instagram. Uh, follow the network at Circle Pit Radio Network. And follow this podcast at Assault City CP on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. Chase, what? do you want to do any social media? Hell yeah. Nice. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to promote your social media? Hell yeah. <laughs> 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 Uh, Chase is on Instagram at Chase Williams. Um, he posts riffs, maybe two riffs a year. Uh, it's, two riffs a year, fucking. <laughs> you are zero for two, my friend. He's not, he's not very. <laughs> oh no, it's C underscore Carnage sixteen. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to promote Chase's <laughs> socials right now. The last time he posted was September 27th, and before that, August 10th. Yeah, that's like a week ago. And before and before that, April 16th. Okay, that was And then, ago. nope, this is an ad for a duck. I'm sorry. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> so yeah, please follow Chase at C underscore God 16 on Instagram. Are you selling like an animal duck or like a rubber duck? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I can't tell. <laughs> it's just a picture of a duck. Oh my that god! All right, all right. No, that's it. There Alrighty, you go. Please follow guys. Chase on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Only quality content. Into webs. For more quality content, check out our Patreon at <sighs> patreon.com forward slash Circle Pit Radio Pods, where there's hours and hours of content so close to your hands with just a small donation to our cause. What's the Patreon fee? Uh, you know, it's like. I think it's like a dollar, three dollars, five dollars. Do you have tears? Yeah. All right, like cool. I'm sad a lot. <laughs> <laughs> it's dumb. I know that one was so bad. All right. All right. Sorry. We gotta end this. Thanks for listening, everybody. Hail Lemmy, and we'll see you in the pit. Oh, bye. Bye, fucker. Yeah.
burnt out on guitar right now. Drums is new and fun. So I've yeah. always wanted to play drums. So, so. have I. I w- I've always wanted to be really good at drums, but I think it takes more effort than I'm willing to put in at this point. I'm never going to get like professional level Ugh. good at drums because they just don't have the patience to learn the fundamentals well enough to no. play to metronome. Flams? But Fuck off. It's super fun to just <laughs> dick around. Flams. Yeah, it is. Flams! I recorded, Flams! I recorded a blues album and I did all the drums on an electric drum kit. And it was pretty good. And then Ooh. after a month of listening to it, I decided that it sucked, and I deleted every song. <laughs> really, every song? Every song. Wiped everything. From I the had face nine here. songs for a full-length blues album that I played guitars, bass, and drums, and did the vocals. <sighs> and I was like, "This is the worst music ever made." And I deleted <laughs> all of it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, it was pointless. I hated yeah. every minute of it. Yeah, I want to get to like twelve percent. That's like my end goal. You seem that. like you're twelve. I'm probably like. Upper teens, maybe 20. You think? I probably, yeah. I probably am that right now, too. I'd say probably 17 is what I'm at right now, which I'm fine with. Why much do you weigh? I weigh 186 right now. Nice. How, how tall are you? 180 was my goal weight, and now I'm there past it, but I'm fat. I'm not fat, <laughs> but I'm not as lean as I want to be. So <laughs> so you want to be like 180, 12%. Yeah. I think that's a healthy goal. Mm. It's still not easy, but it's not like being seven yeah i was seven i know there's realistically shit i could cut out of my diet and be fine with that i two days i took those pictures and i was like great (laughs) fuck this i'm gonna eat yeah we're done dude (laughs) literally taylor was like why like months of work for those two photos dude say i did that i did that taylor was like why are you doing this if you never even and then everyone else was like wow no the dude's like oh my god yeah (laughs) it's a fucking shredder dude well dude here's the thing i'm married so it's I'm not even attracting women. My wife was annoyed. She was like, you don't sleep. You don't ever want a bone. And you look like this for zero reason. I'm like, that's fair. But yeah, the, the positive side is gym bros were like, dude, sick. <laughs> that's the only benefit. So yeah, getting shredded was in fact gay. It was gay. It was literally gay. <laughs> uh, have you sent the fucking text yet, dude? I have. You guys literally have talked so long about being gay <laughs> or going to the gym, if you that's what you want to call it. Um, <laughs> that's what it is. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, that's that's mostly. I have gotten the text. The gym and is I'm pretty gay. To it again. Oh, so you sent one, got one, and now you're sending another one. Yeah, I'm ready to talk when you guys are. I'm ready, dude. I'm sorry. Fuck up about protein powder. I'm sorry, dude. <laughs> Des just wishes he was Jack. Like nine p.m. Okay, and then all the ladies are gone, and just the hardcore dudes are left. Yeah, it's just the dudes, dude. <laughs> just the dogs. <laughs> I do think you'd enjoy the um, Willem Dafoe monologues. I oh. bet Willem Dafoe's the shit. The only thing you'd enjoy. Unfucking believable, dude. The best. Honestly. I I was telling you in the car his best performance he's ever done. Like, oh yeah, that's right. Insane. I think so. And I I, I don't know. I have Boondocks seen hate, him. So you hate it. Hate? Like, actually hate it? Willem Dafoe's... Let me, oh, let oh, my me, God, dude. Let me readjust, okay? That's one of his best. I hate Boondock Saints 2. Oh, that's And fine. I don't like Boondock Saints 1. <laughs> okay. Oh, well, it's fine. because Willem Dafoe is the only good part of the movie. Yeah. The rest Debatable. of it is corny as fuck. Debatable. But I mean, Willem Dafoe in that movie when he's, when he's choreographing the fucking... It's brilliant. He's brilliant. There was a firefly. Yeah, yeah, dude. It's that's fantastic. Yeah. 
That part's beautiful, but you can't say a whole movie is good based on one actor's performance if it's an ensemble movie. I enjoyed the entire movie. I think you might just like have a standard that's a little weird. Willem Dafoe is the best part of that movie. Yeah, my standard is a little weird. I It's weird. I tend to like movies that are good and are written well. So that's strange. You know, Boondock Saints is a cult classic, so go fuck yourself. <laughs> I mean, what? The other two roles are that numb nuts and Norman Reedus who can't act for shit. <laughs> yeah, so. that's what I'm saying. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Norman Reedus is like, eh. that's, that's what he's got in his tank. Is, eh. <laughs> I mean, all. He's literally, he actually reminds me a lot of Dylan in that way. We should have been doing stackable tapes. Cause, uh, that's I love good. stackable tapes. Okay, we need to get into... Why okay. you guys are wrong about Boondock Saints? No, um, the end of the episode. Are we recording right now? Yeah, I've been recording just so I, I can make Boondock sure Saints. I'm not fucking shit up. Oh man, a lot of your listeners probably really like Boondock Saints. I'd like it if you edited that out. This is not actually going to be part of it. I'll let you know when my lead in is. 